Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Active Listening. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host with T4 Tactics. And uh, today is Sunday, October 10th. I wanted to talk about an active shooter or a school shooting event. I don't know if it was an active shooter. Uh, it doesn't sound like an active shooter, but it was a school shooting uh, that resulted over a fight at uh, Timberview High School just outside of Dallas, Texas. So as you know, I never comment on an active shooter attack until I've had the opportunity to visit the location and speak to the survivors, witnesses, and investigators in person. So there's, there's usually too much false information being put out by the media. That's why I wait. I let the dust settle and I go out there and find out what really happened because what you guys need to know is how the victim witnesses, how their day started out, what clues were missed that this shooter uh, was going was gonna to pop up, how do we, what do we do to, to stop this so it doesn't happen again. So what you get from me is always primary source information. I never relay information in my active shooter training sessions, uh, run presentations about anything on Wikipedia, CNN, Fox, the news, uh, social media, just don't do it. So I do wanna put out some information on this recent school shooting at the Timberview High School. It's just outside of Dallas, Texas. Uh, and again, it happened on Wednesday, October 6, 2021. The family has put out a statement that although bringing a gun to school was wrong, and I completely agree with that, he did so because he was being bullied. Uh, his lunch money was being stolen. He was being beat up by other kids. His mom, in a statement, said he brought it to school to protect himself. As you know, this shooting started over a physical fight. And remember, as I review in my active shooter response training, 95% of active shooters are not nutcases. They believe they've been done wrong by human resource or their boss or a teacher or fellow students or people don't sit at them uh, on their lunch break when they're at work. So they believe that they're victims, uh, that they've been done wrong. And most of them are coming to fix what was done wrong to them. So again, remember that they're not, they're not nut cases. Some of them have been, some of them have heard spiders on the wall, literally. Uh, one, one guy, the Aurora Colorado theater shooter had actually, amongst other things, uh, saw a spider on the wall and the curtains were talking to him to go have him kill people. So, uh, but m many of them are, uh, are just normal people that just feel like they've been wrong and they're going to fix it. So if, and I, I caution if this accurate, uh, this information's accurate that the, the parents and the school is putting out their threat assessment team with the school failed to pick this up. So let's say in a school, for instance, the threat assessment team can be comprised of faculty, students, parents, custodians, and PTA members. It's the eyes and ears of potential threats. If it's a hospital, it can be comprised of doctors, nurses, medical staff, custodians. If it's a manufacturing facility, it can be the CEO, the floor manager, the safety manager, uh, HR, some people on the floor. So it's made up of a lot of different people. So here's an example. Uh, of a threat assessment team in a school. The threat assessment team picks up through proper communication 
that this kid is having problems. He's being bullied, his lunch money's being stolen, he's being beat up. They investigate and through proper interviews and pre-planned procedures, and they weed out the rumors and get to the facts. They address the problem with the bullies and with the kid. There you go, problem solved. You know what, no school shooting because everybody's been helped. Threat assessment teams are not adversarial. They're simply set up to keep the property and visitors safe, that's all. So in this particular case, we would not bring the boy in who's being bullied and make him feel like an outcast. We're gonna get his story, find out exactly what's happening. We're gonna contact parents because parents are a criti critical, uh, you could say infrastructure. I know that word is really goofy right now with politics, but parents are an important part of schools. You have to have, again, stress this, you have to have parents on board with the school and the school board in order to make it work. It's, let's take, well, first of all, it's very important that the parents be involved in what the kids are being taught. Anybody that says anything different is completely out of touch of reality. So parents must be involved in what the school, what the kids are being taught, but let's look at threat assessment. The parents, the parents knew about this, that he was being bullied and that he was being beat up, his lunch money was stolen. That's a failure of the threat assessment team. That's why parents absolutely must have to be connected to the school, the teacher, the school board. So when this threat assessment team picks up, it kicks in because the parents are, are involved in it. Uh, you know, in Texas now, they're, they're talking about metal detectors in all the schools. Well, you know what? Once again, they're missing the big picture. Find the issues through threat assessment and stop the attack. Metal detectors aren't gonna work at an outdoor sporting event for school. They're not gonna work on a school bus. They're not gonna work on the playground or the parking lot. Address the problem and don't ignore it. Threat assessment, again, let me go back a little bit to the, to the parents, while the parents need to be connected with school and while the school needs to be connected to parents. Just because the kid leaves the house and goes to school should not in any way mean that they're out of touch from the parents. Threat assessment can come from in, internal or external reporting. So that's very important to remember. One of the most productive avenues to keep in a property safe to reduce injuries and save lives is, is proper training and setting up of a threat assessment team. Learn the proper steps to setting up a working threat assessment team and get it up and running. It's not hard to set it up. If you're a business, a church, a medical facility, a school, a university, a college, a manufacturing plant, even a mom and pop small business, I can absolutely help you set up your threat assessment team. It literally takes about an hour and a half or hour and a half to two hours to properly describe and set up your threat assessment team. After that, it's it's very easy and low maintenance to run, but we also have to think about if you're ever in an attack, if your location ever has an attack, you're gonna have attorneys come in and say, what did you do to identify or stop something like this? Did you use due diligence? Well, if you've got a threat assessment team set up and you meet once a week or once every, you know, bi-weekly or twice or two or three times a week or once a month, you document that you had that threat assessment team meeting. Threat assessment teams are set up where you don't have to have a meeting to bring a threat up. Anybody at any time can come to a member of the threat assessment team and say, here, I heard this and I'm concerned that this may be going to a place where we don't want it to go. 
Again, let me stress, threat assessment teams are non-adversarial. Non -adversarial. It's not big brother watching. It's not human resource watching. It's not management watching. It's non-adversarial, so it's not set up to get people expelled from school. It's not set up to put a uh, memo in somebody's folder. It's not set up to uh, fire somebody or suspend them. It is strictly set up to keep the property safe. We don't care about what's going on in your personal life. We care about what's going on on our property. How do we, what do we do to keep this safe? And that's the threat assessment team. Threat assessment teams usually make a lot more sense to understand. If you've heard my uh, three hour active shooter presentation, we talk um, um, some scenarios. I present about six scenarios and there are a lot more than that. But I present about six scenarios where threat assessment teams have greatly failed and we've had some of the most horrific attacks, active shooter attacks, violent workplace attacks, that this country has seen. And you know what? They could have been avoided through a proper threat assessment team. So think about that. Uh, at T4 Tactics, I teach firearm safety training. I teach advanced uh, defensive pistol training for women, men, women and men. They're two separate classes because they're taught differently. Uh, women approach it differently. Men approach it differently. I do pepper spray classes. Uh, active shooter response training, personal protection of the home. That's kind of geared for um, protecting your home against a violent uh, home invasion or an attack or an intruder. A lot of things we can do. Uh, situational awareness classes for ladies. That is an absolutely huge, huge eye opener. I have ladies. That's a very popular class. I have ladies leave that class and, th and say to me, I never, ever, ever thought or considered that, but I am now. So little things to think about. We're in a different world right now. Our, our world, our, our country has changed just in the past 10 months. Um, we've made changes to this country where you'd better keep your, your uh, eyes and ears open and your heads up. I'm not going to get into it because of political reasons, but if you don't know, stop by T4 Tactics or give me a shout or something and I'll, I'll explain it to you exactly what's going on. You should know. Uh, and it's not necessarily in the news uh, because we know that the media, uh, local media, and national media has an agenda and they're not going to report certain things so um, let's let's together let's work together to reduce injuries and save lives if i can help you out give me a shout at t4 tactics it's uh the website is t4 tactics the letter t the number four tactics.com please share this podcast with your uh, business owners your pastors even if they don't call me for guidance or if they don't use me for training, let them listen to this and at least get in their head that every single facility absolutely must have a threat assessment team set up. Thank you for listening. Reduce injuries and save lives. Be safe, everyone.